Welcome to Live from 495. On this podcast, we interview business owners from the 495 Beltway. We not only learn what they do and how they do it, but we take a dive into how they impact our community. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Live from 495. And today, my guest is Timothy Haley from uh, Shrewsbury, Mass. <laughs> is that monk creative yes monk creative m-u-n-q creative got it awesome and what inspired that name so it, funny question you asked so the name monk is actually renditioned and taken after you know the word monk m-o-n-k mm-hmm. and during the pandemic when it first hit in 2020 I became enamored by this lifestyle, this monastic lifestyle, you know, and these are people of multiple different faiths that willingly choose an alternative path in life so that they can do the inner work. And then by doing the inner work, they can take those lessons and that healing and bring it to the world. So the name kind of just came to us one day and we decided to change the spelling so that we could invoke our own definition. And that's branding. I love it. (laughs) I love it. It's awesome, man. And uh, what what made you start this business? That's a great question. Um, it's really, uh, you know, a couple different things. Uh, for one, in my family, you know, we have a lineage of entrepreneurs. Uh, my nana, you know, uh, she was she was absolutely incredible. She was a hustler. You know, back in the '60s, whether it was you know phone books or setting up booths or uh, coupon machines, like she was always, always doing something and you know occupying your time. Especially back in those days, you know when women um, weren't the major income providers back mm-hmm. in the house. You know they were expected to you know raise the kids, but she was always out there, always hustling. You know, uh, if if there was a side hustle culture back then, she would be the the queen of it. Um, <laughs> and then on top of that, um, my, my father and my uncle started a bunch of businesses uh, back in the 80s and 90s in the trade show exhibit industry. Uh, right now, my dad is a vice president of Blue Hive Inc. right here in Worcester. So we're a very, very local family. And my uncle actually owns his own uh, architectural design firm. So entrepreneurship runs in our family. And um, for me personally, to start Monk, uh, it's just been Something I've always wanted to do my whole life, uh, start a business. I never really knew that it was the vehicle, but I always felt that I wanted to do something bigger than myself and, you know, create something that other people can believe in. That's awesome, man. You know, a lot of business owners don't get the opportunity to uh, explore their passion. And, you know, seeing your dreams come to life is, you know, it's, it's inspiring. Yeah, no, it is so crazy. And, you know, I'm just super grateful. That's awesome. And as far as connections go to the uh, to the local area, like I know you're starting to you know get some momentum. Like, have you made any solid connections to the 495 area? Yeah, I mean, it's honestly we are about one month away 
from our one year anniversary, which awesome. is on the de- on December twenty first, the winter solstice. Also a branding move. We're all about branding here. And <laughs> <laughs> but um, don't, don't miss a trick. I love it. Yeah, no, it's you know what I mean. Like we can't do branding for people and not brand ourselves. But long story short, um, I look back in the past year and at all the people we've connected with across the area, you know, community leaders. The one thing I love about, you know, Central Mass, specifically the Worcester and, you know, 495 area, is that a lot of the key players, a lot of the, you know, big decision makers are really only one or two connections away. So I've been able to meet a lot of, you know, say influential people in the area, learn from them, you know, get my name out there, get our name out there. And uh, yeah, again, I'm just super grateful that, you know, it's, it's come this far in this, this amount of time. Now, navigating through a pandemic is always fun, but uh, how do you guys stand now in this, you know, post-pandemic era? Yeah, I mean, for us personally, right, we're, I'm 25, my partner is 24. So for us, it was really frustrating, you know, in the beginning and even now, you know, like, your mid twenties, you're supposed to be out there with friends, partying, you know, not really thinking about much other than just, you know, uh, getting through the week, getting to the weekend, you know, you know, meeting different people. Um, so that mentally was a huge blow to us. And I know for a fact, uh, it was definitely hard for other people my age, especially young people, just, you know, feeling like we were trapped, feeling like, you know, the, the, the quote unquote best years of our life are being taken away from us. But, you know, starting Monk really gave me that purpose and really helped me, you know, navigate this insanity because I woke up every day and I had something to look forward to and I had something to work towards. And Mm -hmm. I think for both of us, that was so crucial in getting through this pandemic. That's awesome. And do you guys have anything new on the horizon that you're excited about that you want to, you know, get out there for your any potential clients or? Yeah. Clients. yeah, yeah, no, I mean, we have a ton of uh, projects in the work, uh, a couple of video projects, uh, mm-hmm. a couple of branding projects in, in the talks. Um, we're really excited because on our one year anniversary um, for Monk, we are going to drop a new website. So basically a summation of how far we've come, you know, we've changed some branding elements, you know, we have we, we want to show off some new projects that we completed this year. And overall, I think our new site is going to reflect our maturity and how much we've come along, even in just one year. And we're also making a uh, short video piece about Monk, and that's all I can say about that. But okay. it's going to be awesome. December 21st. Keep like, your eyes out. I like the excitement. Eyes peeled, eyes out. I don't know what the saying is, but either way, you guys know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Keep an eye out, maybe? Keep an eye out, Keep yeah. An eye so, out? Yeah, that, that sounds about right. That's the one. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> awesome, man. I'm excited. I love seeing, you know, businesses come up and grow and uh, anything that we can do as far as like contribute to that, you know, from the uh, live from 495 family and yeah. build that community yeah. is, is huge yeah. in itself. That's awesome. And again, we just, at the end of the day, you know, we just love, I love talking to other entrepreneurs. I love talking to business owners. Um, and also too, I really love talking to younger people. Mm. Um, I actually, uh, was a guest speaker at my own university, my alma mater, Clark University, two weeks ago. Okay. And um, the head of entrepreneurship is actually one of my old professors. So uh, she was so taken back by, you know, my talk with the class that we're, we're discussing potentially me becoming an adjunct professor fall 2022. And, <laughs> right, I'm just like, I'll take it for, uh, you know, 25, 26. I'll take that. And yeah. uh, 
I just love, I love spreading the message of entrepreneurship. I love, I love, I love, you know, showing people that they can do it too. That yeah. this isn't impossible. And all you really need is just courage to, you know, kind of look like an idiot for a while, but also courage to fail, courage to stand in, in who you are in your light. And it's so amazing what happens when you do that. And that's why I want people to know. Exactly. You know, I see it as, uh, you know, not just being courageous, but taking that next step outside of your, you know, your comfort zone. You know, it's it's always amazing to see what kind of potential comes through when you step outside of that comfort zone. Mm. Oh, you're doing things that you're not familiar with. The, the unknowns are all around you. Mm. But when you succeed inside of an environment like that, it truly brings to light how special you truly can be. Mm. Yeah, and every, everyone has it inside of them. And, you know, sometimes you just need the right situation, that, that, that friction, that resistance. You know what I mean? You're not going to get anywhere unless you feel some pushback. But it's, oh, that, yeah. it's that pushback where you really discover who you are and, you know, can you live by the values that you say you live by? You know, this past year I've been tested time and time again. You know, you say you're about something, you know, this universe, this world, it's going to hold you to that. Yeah. So be careful what you say you stand for because you will – <laughs> you will be tested. Yep. But that's that's the importance of having values, you know? It's incredible. You know, and uh, the, there was so many challenges, you know, especially in the in the past year. And to see businesses, you know, come out and stand in the sunshine again and be all that much better for it is, you know, it's uh, it's definitely something to be said about that. Mm. You know, you, you made it past the proving ground. Mm-hmm. So I feel like anything coming – you know, up next is going to be something where people are like, all right, this isn't that bad mm-hmm, mm. because they just went through a major challenge. Yeah, it's incredible. I mean, you know, I, I, I think it also speaks to the agility and the creativity needed to be a business in these times. Mm-hmm. But more importantly, I think that 2020 taught us that we can't do business the same way anymore. The next decade, if you're just focused on the bottom line, if you're just focused on profit and not people, you're going to lose. You're going to lose horribly. Like, we need to care about people, our communities, our employees. Like, the brands that chose people in the pandemic are now on the other side. They're the winners. And the ones that didn't, you know, they don't have much to show for it. And that's that's why, you know, part of why we started Monk, because we are tired of what we see in the world. We want to create something different and, you know, bring out – that through our creative abilities. And I think that we have an amazing opportunity. You know, it, it, it was a dark time. It was a hard time. But, you know, that's the power of, you know, taking, you know, your destiny into your own hands. It's you can you can change your world. You can change the world. You can do anything you want. Yeah. And, you know, that's, that's kind of our message and my message to, you know, the, the times that we're in. Absolutely. You know, and seeing, uh, it, it's funny that you say, you know, choosing people. It, businesses that are succeeding right now are some of the best office cultures that have ever existed. Mm, mm. And those businesses are flourishing right now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's finding that balance between, you know, remaining successful in what you do every day mm. and also investing in the people that are involved in your business every single day. Mm. And if you can do that, mm-hmm. that perfect balance, you'll never lose. Yeah. And again, even at this young age and young stage of our business, the one thing I'm obsessed with is culture. You know, that's that's what I say to Justin, who's my co-founder, all the time. I'm just like, culture, culture, culture. How can we create culture? How can we create ideas? How can we create philosophy? You know, not just being a service, but being of service. You yep. know, that's that's a big focus with Monk. Oof. 
Ooh, that was some fire right yep, there. Yep, yep. Oh branding, people. Branding. Being, being, <laughs> to be a business owner and have that mentality of how can I be of service to the people that work for you? Yeah, yeah. That is super necessary. It is. I mean, again, culture, culture wins. Culture is sustainable. And if you don't have a clearly defined culture, you're going to dilute it over time. And again, you're just creating a horrible weak foundation so that if something like a pandemic happens, you know, you're in a more successful position. I love it because leadership to me, you know, being an entrepreneur, it comes from the ability to, you know, demonstrate, you know, how to do X, Y, and Z, but also how to inspire your people to do it. Mm-hmm. And to me, when you engage with the community, your people are noticing that. So it, it causes them to seek to want to do the same thing, mm-hmm. but do it in their own way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that is, it, it's a perfect example of like how powerful, you know, office culture can be inside of a business, you know, to have people that instead of just, oh, I got to go to work tomorrow. Like instead of that mentality to, I can't wait to go to work tomorrow. Mm. going to be some awesome stuff that we're doing. Like, yeah. Keeping people inspired, you know? Yes, exactly. And I even make a joke. We call, uh, <laughs> it's so tacky, but we call Mondays, uh, monk Mondays. And it's just like, it's kind of like, uh, it's, it's intentionally ironic in the way that no matter what kind of Monday it is, like you should just be happy. You, you don't have to do something. You get to do something every day. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And no matter what Monday it is, it's a monk Monday. So it's like, you better, you better get your French vanilla latte. You better, <laughs> you know, suck it up and just, just live life. It's monk I, I mean, I still, uh, I still got my Garfield Monday. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still sitting there like, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, you guys should definitely like, I can see it now. Like, I start seeing like you know your name and then like pictures of like Tony Shalhoub yeah. pop up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna start crying. <laughs> You've inspired me now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, too funny. <laughs> Which monk is this? <laughs> That'd be awesome. Yeah, you never know. So, uh, any um current crazy challenges you guys are trying to tackle or get over right now? Yeah, I mean, again, year one. <laughs> Our goal for year one, literally, was survive. Yeah. Be in business. You know, entrepreneurship is an infinite game. You play the game of entrepreneurship to be an entrepreneur, to be in the game of entrepreneurship. If you're playing the finite game, like, you know, we set some, like, quantitative metrics. You know, there's certain things we wanted, and, you know, we're not completely unguided. But at the end of the day, it's, like, statistically something like, I don't know how many percent of businesses fail within the first year, but it's high. And yeah, it is pretty high. It is a good reason for it. And it's not even the business side. It's really the mental side. That's mm-hmm. what I've learned. Oh, my God. You need to, you really need to, like, you know, work on grounding yourself, you know, uh, regulating yourself. It's a daily discipline. Daily. And if you can't stare at the darkest corners of yourself and the most vulnerable sides of yourself and bring those out and heal them, then the entrepreneurial journey is going to be really hard. But, um yeah, biggest challenge for us, you know, year one, survive. Year two, as like any business, trying to scale. Uh, how do we, you know, create, trying to focus more on like operations. How do we create systems, you know, for, you know, you know, sales, marketing, uh, and then in terms like even like proposals, uh, and then like, you know, the output, you know, uh, managing client expectations, nurturing relationships. So trying to put in more systems. Uh, we're also to 
as we take on more projects, we're looking and trying to vet freelancers that we can bring aboard 1099 contractors that, you know, can assist us with some projects. And uh, again, it's just, it's a great process. And year two is going to have some challenges, especially growth. And uh, I'm just looking forward to it. Bring it on. (laughs) I love that. I love people that are, you know, willing to, you know, you know, not shy away from an honest challenge, but also like having the privilege to speak to business owners like yourself and even businesses, you know, people come in from, you know, being a part of a business as well as being a business owner and just seeing like how that they, they're leveling up every single day, but also taking that courage, you know, an entrepreneur taking that courage to be vulnerable, to look at the things in his, in his business and be like, I'm killer at this. This is what I need to improve on to have that level of vulnerability. Mm. It's something not a lot of people do. And I I think that's a big seed inside of failure as well Mm. is not, you know, being honest with yourself mm-hmm. enough to be like, all right, I can't do this so well. Mm-hmm. This guy can. This is someone I need to, you know, talk to and get involved with. Exactly. And that's what we're always trying to do, right? Like, Justin and I, we are as similar as we are different, if that makes sense. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, the way we execute, the way, you know, we perceive the world is a little different. But, like, at the end of the day, like, we're both extremely empathetic. We care about what we do. We love creating. And, you know, we're also very, I, you know, well, <laughs> I'm a very, um, oh, sorry, my phone's dinging. That's so annoying. Um, <laughs> cut it out. <laughs> edit. <laughs> um, point being, you're exactly right. Uh, it's, it's having the self-awareness to know what you're good at and yep. what you're not good at. And that's how you have confidence, too, is because mm-hmm. I have confidence not because I think I'm good, but because I know what I'm good at and I can lean into that, but I have the self-awareness and the humility to be like, yeah, I still suck at a lot of things. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. I've, I have like a squirrel brain. So like, I just, I have so many good ideas and like, you know, my mind's going a million different ways. And when it comes to like organization and like, you know, executing and like, well, I can execute very well, but when it comes to just like the more granular things, the, the more finer things, you know, I, I draw a blank and, but that's where Justin's a lot better. So yeah. that's, that's why you have partners and it's true. Ex- exactly. I'd be nothing without mine. Like my, like I, I made a recent, I don't know if you've seen my recent LinkedIn post, I did but see like, that. you know, my partner is, we, we really do like compliment our strengths yes. and weaknesses and you know, like yourself and Justin, you gotta be yin and yang. Absolutely. Oh my God. We are so, yeah, it's funny too. So here we go again, ladies and gentlemen, branding. <laughs> so <laughs> so literally even our colors are kind of a representation of us, but like also, you know, really any human relationship. So, you know, our colors are, and I don't know, like the hex codes, Justin can tell you that. Um, it's orange, purple, and pink. And, you know, I'm kind of the uh, pink energy and Justin's kind of the purple energy. You know, these like two polar opposite, you know, Purple's a little more cool, calm, grounded, um, you know, more sophisticated. The pink is kind of ethereal, kind of like up in the clouds. And these two colors kind of mesh together to form the orange, which yeah. is monk. And yeah. that represents the balance, the duality, the co-creation. Mm-hmm. That is everything that we do. More branding. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. You know, to me, like, uh, you know, having you on has been a privilege and uh I'm glad that you're here today. It, the biggest thing for me is just seeing like the passion. Like when people have passion, yeah. they speak it. Like yeah. I hear you talk, and in the next thought in my mind is this guy definitely sleeps with the football. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be so honest with you too. It's like 
when when you speak from the heart, you don't need to prepare anything. I was in the parking lot and I read mm-hmm. your email. I was like, all right, what are we talking about today? And I was like, <laughs> but it doesn't matter because, you know, th- this is who we are. And all we have to do, the beauty of Monk, and I said this to Justin last night, the beauty of Monk is that we just get to show up and be ourselves. Yeah. That is the most beautiful thing. And even this morning, and again, you know, having this opportunity to come on and literally just be myself. It's, 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 it's amazing. I love that. Do you have any um, pro tips or advice for any of the listeners out there? Oh, God. Pro tips. Jesus. Um, <laughs> so I'm 25. Take everything with a grain of salt. No, I'm kidding. Um, ah, pro tips. I mean, I would say... Mm, I would say the most important thing you can do in business and in life is, for one thing, know why you do what you do. Yeah. You know? Too many people are working jobs they hate career fields they hate, you know, in relationships that they're not happy with, you know, both personal, romantic, platonic, and just like, just know why you do what you do. Have a really strong sense of purpose because that purpose is going to weather the storm. And some days passion is not going to show up, you know. Passion is kind of like the fuel. Purpose is like your vehicle. Or rather, I would say, you know, purpose is your fuel and passion is your vehicle, right? Like, Mm -hmm. um just have a strong sense of purpose and just show up, be consistent, show up, do the hard work. And, uh, this world's amazing. Good things do happen. It's true. And a lot of that is fostered by positive energy as well. Exactly. Exactly. uh, Just look at every day with an optimistic view, be positive. And there you have it. Hell yeah. You start living on the monk side of life, the monk side of life, branding. (laughs) Awesome. It was one way for our listeners to get a hold of you. What's your favorite vehicle of contact? Mm, that's a great question. Well, so for one thing, if you want to follow the insanity that is this business, uh, follow us at Monk Creative on Instagram, Monk under at Monk underscore creative. And if you want to reach out to me personally, you can reach out to my email, which is thally, T-H-A-L-L-Y, at monkcreative.com. Awesome. Thanks for being a part of the show today, Tim. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, Absolutely. It was an absolute pleasure. Yeah, Um, glad I met you at Chick-fil-A. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) There was a meeting, I promise. (laughs) Yeah, networking, branding. Yeah, networking and branding together, yes. Exactly. Excellent. I'm looking forward to having you on more episodes. Please do. I would love to come. My pleasure. All right, man. Thank you. And thank you, everybody out there, for listening to another great episode of Live from 495. Thank you for listening to Live from 495. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the show. And don't forget to check out some other great episodes. 